Welcome and thank you for joining us at Christian International Ministries. Our vision is to help you hear God's voice to change your world. For more information about this and other resources, please visit www.christianinternational.com. Hey everybody, this is David over at Christian International and I'm here with Apostles Tom and Jane who just recently got back from Australia and New Zealand. How are you guys doing? Well, a little jet lag, but we're getting back in the flow of things pretty quickly here. Awesome. Very good. Well, we wanted to get them into the studio, which is actually my office at the moment. We're currently constructing a new studio, but we wanted to get them in before you guys head out again, correct? Where are you guys going? Yeah, on Wednesday, which is just a couple days from now, we'll be going to a conference in Hawaii. Somebody has to do it, but uh, they uh, actually uh, really work as hard and we have an awesome time of ministry over there. So we're very excited about that. That's terrific. Well, before you go off, uh, would you like to share a little bit about Australia and everything that happened over there? Definitely. We just uh, got back just a couple of days ago, in fact, in time to have our Sunday morning service here, which was just really, really powerful. We had an awesome time on Sunday morning, even though the hangover of the flying and... 34 hours of (laughs) flying home. That was uh, in transit quite a bit, but uh, we still have the down under anointing upon us. Uh, We really had a wonderful time, especially, you know, uh, I was thinking about how blessed we are in Australia and New Zealand to have... uh, such a powerful couple like uh, Greg and Julie Bailey who represent Christian International and the Apostolic and the Prophetic with such a spirit of excellence, really. I mean, they have such a heart to serve and to minister to people. Uh, They oversee our network there. And they're celebrating, honey, they're celebrating 20 years uh, in ministry there. That's right. And, uh, you know, when they initiated there in Australia, there was some kind of misrepresentation of the prophetic in that nation at the time and some things that they were having to kind of live down or, if you will, kind of supersede with a different kind of flow and anointing. And they have just done a wonderful job. And uh, their heart is powerfully uh, connected to CI, but it's also wonderfully released in the anointings of CI and their whole family is in ministry there and uh, just such an excellent approach in how they minister out of the heart of the Lord and I believe represent Christian International. Yeah, and they actually uh, made Church of the Year, didn't they? They like did. Last, last they were our last year International Church of the Year. Yeah, and I know that was a really exciting time, not just for them, but for even for us. I was watching them receive the award, and you couldn't help but just cry, you know, along with them receiving the award because just their heart is just so awesome. And, you know, every year they come, and they're uh, part of our uh, Destin Week of Blessings mm-hmm. and uh, have been doing that for many, many years now. And they come and they minister for us in our church, and every time it's just such a significant point of ministry for our people. So it's very, very powerful. That's As a matter terrific. of fact, our recent renovations, I think, all probably got kicked off because a year ago, one year before our flood, Greg prophesied in our church that God was going to give us new clothes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. So we had no idea what that meant. Prophetic but symbolism. we are actually getting new clothes. So yeah. That's super cool. Now, so what was true. the name of the conference that was over there? It was the Dominion Conference that they have every year, but this year's theme was Celebrate. celebrate. To celebrate their 20 years and well, to celebrate what good. God is doing in the land. Celebrating is always a fun time. Yeah. Pause one second. Oh, okay, it stopped. All right. So... um. 
with everything that's been going on and, and the conference that you had over there, kind of what were the topics and subjects that you were talking about? Uh, you know, Dr. Tim and uh, his wife, Karen, came with us and they were keynote speakers as well. And uh, Dr. Tim did an awesome job of talking about the, the roar of God, the ruah of the anointing of the spirit and the kingdom of God that's being exhibited in the earth through our obedience to the voice of the Lord and uh, did an awesome job with that. Uh, Greg and Julie were just powerfully used to uh, impart God's heart of what, he's, what the Lord's saying in our generation. And uh, we talked about the fresh things that God wants to do, the, the looking again into the things of the Spirit to open up our hearts and to open up the heart of vision that people want uh, to hear for today, what God has to say. And so sometimes we have to be willing to lay down the old to be able to pick up the new. And so there was a lot of things that were talked about in that regard, the freshness and how to celebrate uh, the dominion and the blessings that God has given to us. You know, um, I, I, anytime we go to a nation, at the very first night, night that we're in a nation, I always pay extra special attention to my dreams. And the first night that we were in Australia, I had a dream where the Lord said, what I did in the natural in Australia 40 years ago, I will now do again in the spirit. Wow. So I woke up knowing that the Lord had said that, but I didn't really know what it referred to. And then we got up and we went right to service. So it wasn't a whole lot of time to try to figure out what exactly had happened. And while Greg Bailey was preaching, he mentioned the fact that 40 years ago in 1967, Australia was hit with record floods. Oh, wow. And the city was massively flooded um, and, uh, and, you know, had, had a major impact from that. They actually had landfall from two different hurricanes, uh, that year. And it was a, a double portion year, but not a great, not, not a great kind of <laughs> double portion. Um, and so I understood that what the Lord was saying was that what God did in the natural in bringing a natural flood, mm. God wanted to bring a spiritual flood. And so I actually went back and just looked up some of the headlines from um, from back in 1974 when Hurricane Wanda made landfall. Interestingly enough, we were talking a lot about this being a year of double portion and uh, and about the double portion release. And Hurricane Wanda actually made landfall at a place called Double Island Point. Oh, really? Which I just thought was very <laughs> cool and interesting. <laughs> and so these are some of the headlines from 1974. And thinking of what it meant to the flood in 1974, but thinking of it with spiritual connotation now. One headline said, City Underwater. I just think that that's a prophetic decree about oh, God covering our cities with water, with the water of the Holy Spirit. One of the headlines said, Days of Soaking. So that's a pretty awesome one. University Flooded. And we started prophesying into what God was going to do in the universities on, yeah. over there. It talked about landmarks being inundated. One of the, the headlines said landmarks inundated. So all the landmarks, all the things that have been marker points in the nation were going to be flooded with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And it said that it was the it, one headline said wettest year since 1890, a year of abundance of rain. That's incredible. So the morning <laughs> that I had, the, the night that I had the dream, the next morning when I got up, the headlines in the paper were forecasting a, uh, a weekend of rain for the weekend that we were there. And the headlines in the paper said from drought to deluge. Oh, wow. And so 
we really believe, believe that that was such a prophetic statement <laughs> over the nation of Australia and probably anybody else that's in any other nation that just wants to grab a hold of that declaration. that. Going from drought to deluge because we believe that it's time for Australia to really receive a supernatural mm-hmm. outpouring of the Holy Spirit. That's you know, one thing that uh, uh, Greg talked about was you have to be willing to write a new decree. He was talking out of... Esther and Ezra and just the decrees that went forth and how we need to be able to engage to really counteract whatever the enemy has to say that as we speak and we decree that we can shift things in the territory. And I believe Julie was really talking about, uh, you know, God's divine appointments and you have to be willing to wait. You have to be mm-hmm. willing to stay in positioning. Positioning. You have to be willing to, to keep your heart right in the midst of things going wrong seemingly for a moment. Uh, and if you don't, then maybe you'll miss that Kairos moment of God really bringing that divine appointment yeah. to bear upon your life. And it was really amazing to hear the things that were a setup for, I believe, what God actually did during our days together. That's terrific. You know, and then, David, we moved on to New Zealand. And it was very interesting what we felt like the Lord said to New Zealand. Um, and each each conference, we would have the final night be a night where we were decreeing over the nation and exposing what the enemy had decreed, but then decreeing what God was saying over the land. And uh, as I began to really think about what the Lord was saying, um, the the uh, the native language, Aotearoa, is what mm-hmm. New Zealand is called. And it actually talks about it being the land of the long white cloud. And so the Lord kind of said, that's my decree that I've made this the land of the long white crowd, cloud. Interestingly enough, they don't actually even have a national motto. Most every nation has a national motto, but they don't have a national motto. And I, and I believe hmm. that it's because the Lord is decreeing you're the land of the long white cloud. And so I began to go to the scripture and just see what happens as the cloud is symbolized. And of course, so many times the voice of the Lord came out of the cloud. And so oh, I believe yeah. that it really is such a prophetic picture of uh, of the voice of God on Mount Sinai. There's so many scriptures about God speaking out of the cloud to Moses. Uh, and when Solomon dedicated the temple, the place was filled with the cloud, which was the glory of God. And God spoke out of that. It, you know, so many different um, parallels to the glory of God being manifested over that land, to the voice of God being manifested over that land, to the power of God. There's scriptures that speak about God riding on a cloud. Mm-hmm. And, and coming in his power to the earth. And, and so the, the whole symbolism of the cloud, I believe, was very, very important over New Zealand for this season of time. The enemy really wants to um, keep it constrained into a place of poverty and religion and, 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 and brokenness. But I really felt like the Lord is really decreeing and arising and a shining and the, and the glory of God filling that land. And just this is one of the, the scriptures that we declared over New Zealand, Revelations 10, 1 through 3, said, I saw still another mighty angel coming down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was on his head, and his face was like the sun, and his feet like pillars of fire. He had a little book open in his hand, and he set his right foot on the sea, and his left foot on the land, and cried out with a loud voice, as when a lion roars. And Dr. Tim had just gotten done teaching that day about the lion's <laughs> roar. So yeah. it talks about he had his foot on the sea and his foot on the land and cried out as the like when a lion roars. The interesting thing is that New Zealand, Zealand actually means sea land. So 
you could see the angels standing in the sea and the land. So That's it was incredible. just a very powerful time of the outpouring of the glory yeah. of God. And I think everybody that was there was really tremendously changed by God's presence. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask is, uh, you know, the people that attend, sometimes you, when you go into a meeting, it's kind of like a, a plowing thing where you got to kind of plow the ground. Did you feel that the people there when you first arrived were, were really receptive and hungry for what was happening? You know, I think uh, Greg and Julie have done a wonderful job there and they've had that conference for a number of years. So there is an expectation and anticipation that God's going to move. And so in worship, uh, actually their daughter, uh, Sarah led worship and just did a wonderful job. And I believe that there was a, just a divine moments that we were stepping into where there was not only the release of the presence of God, we had some very significant miracles happen in people's lives where uh, God was setting them free. I preached for a pastor, uh, Pastor Joshua, uh, there uh, on Sunday, and he had been at the conference in in one night in Australia, mm -hmm. and he had come and... Uh, um, Apostle Jane had invited people to come and that if they had joints and shoulders and things that were locked up, we were talking about unlocking, weren't we, honey? We did a lot of talking uh, about unlocking. And so we were, we were saying, if you need something unlocked, come on down. <laughs> and so anyhow, he didn't even say anything uh, beforehand. And I was in the midst of getting ready to preach. And he said, oh, by the way, tell your wife. Uh, and I want to appreciate you guys because, you know, I went to the doctor a few months ago and they said my shoulder was locked. And wow. that was the, what the doctor said to him. And uh, he said, well, look, I am free. And he just lifted up his arms and started <laughs> praising. It's like no big deal. In it's front just, of his whole church. His whole church knew it, you know, because oh, wow. they knew what was going on in his body because they'd been a, a part of the testimony. And so uh, it was just kind of neat that even uh, almost without even purposing to make a big deal, here it was that God had worked in people's life. Unfortunately, a lot of times we minister to people, we don't get to hear the report. They oh, forget yeah. sometimes even to tell us. Uh, but uh, there was one of the testimonies, and there were many more, honey. That... A lot of people had shoulders unlocked and joints unlocked, and there was just miracles that were flowing. It was really both in Australia and in New Zealand. But one of the things I think that in Australia and New Zealand is very pregnant for the prophetic, yes. and there's a lot of God's purposes there. There's a lot that's been proclaimed over those lands from the beginning. The founding fathers made some wonderful decrees over their nation, just like we have uh, here in America, uh, in fact, one of the key discoverers uh, of the land began to just speak out a literal decree to heaven and to earth, uh, making a blessing and, and releasing a, uh, even a, a word that would just be carried through, I believe, in the spirit to today. And so uh, we wanted to lay hold of that while we were there prophetically and just agree with some of the things that have been prayed generationally uh, over the land. In fact, honey, I know I think you have a copy of uh, that decree. Yeah, he, they, they called it the Great Southland of the Holy Spirit. Wow, what a cool decree. That's huh? amazing, huh? So this was the proclamation that was made by Pedro Ferdinand de Quiros uh, on the day of Pentecost, May 14th, 1606. This is what he said when he, he as a Westerner came and discovered the territory of Australia. It said, let the heavens, the earth, the waters with all their creatures and those present witness that I, Captain Pedro Ferdinand de Quiros, in the name of Jesus Christ, hoist this emblem of the holy cross on which his person was crucified and whereon he gave his life for the ransom and remedy of all the human race on this day of pentecost 14th of may i take possession of all this part of the south as far as the pole in the name of jesus which from now on shall be called the southern land of the holy ghost and this always and forever, and to the end that all natives in all the said lands, the holy and sacred evangel may be preached zealously 
and openly. Seriously. Wow. Is that seriously? <laughs> is that so even, awesome? I can't even believe word. it. Exactly. So I mean, it's like the. It seems like this conference was different than all of the others, maybe that you guys have been to, and it seems like the atmosphere is just pregnant with what God wants to do now. I think so, and you know, uh, it's wonderful when you can kind of be a part of God's plan unfolding. And uh, I believe that, uh, you know, when Dutch Sheets was here, he talked about that appeal to heaven kind of approach, the synergy of the ages, adding our prayers to the prayers of those that have gone before us. And I believe that's what we were doing. We, I don't know about you, but when, when Apostle Jane was sharing that word, there was a little bit of a chill oh, yeah. went down my spine again, just to say, you know what? These things are still in effect. And in fact, we're a part of bringing that fulfillment and that purpose in, to bear upon the, the nation of Australia. And, and uh, you know, wherever we go, we believe there are things that God has in mind and has decreed. But to have something so clearly and plainly uh, proclaimed over your land, what a blessing. That's just absolutely incredible. And, I mean, you guys out down under doing doing your thing and everything and that's really great um i just love watching actually and looking at the pictures on facebook that y'all were posting it was really really cool with the kangaroos and the koala bears right they were awesome <laughs> it was a quality anointing oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh man oh man i think we need to go now exactly but uh it was just super great to follow you and you know that's what a lot of people may not know is that you guys are actually on facebook actually apostle tom you just yeah. joined the that's Facebook true. army. That's true. I just posting went ahead pictures, and dove in, and doing the best I can. And we're just so proud. We're just <laughs> so proud of the steps that you've taken. And and so, well, uh, you know, everybody can like your page, and actually, that's probably the best way to keep yep. track of what's we going on. We both have public pages, which is where we do most of our posting when we're in the nation. So be sure to find our public page. Uh, he has one, Tom Hammond, and I have one, Jane Hammond. And uh, you can go online and find us. Yes, We'd love to like stay in the touch page. With you. Friend requests like are not accepted for yes. other reasons. So. That's right. <laughs> we also have a vision church, and they got a vision page, church, which is awesome. And CI, of course. Exactly. Well, awesome. Well, thank you guys for stopping in, and uh, we look forward to hearing an update from your next trip. Thank right. you, David. Thanks, David. <laughs>